The Lockheed SR-71, nicknamed the Blackbird, holds the record for the fastest airplane ever. A record it set in 1976 and has held for 44 years. It also set a record for the highest altitude ever recorded for a sustained flight. Even though the plane hasn't flown in over 20 years, it's still high in the consciousness of many aviation enthusiasts. Learn more about the SR-71 on this episode of Everything Everywhere Daily. This episode is sponsored by ButcherBox. Summer is right around the corner, and that means cookouts. No matter what your preferred food is for a cookout or a barbecue, ButcherBox can help you make it the best. If you want to serve up some hamburgers, ButcherBox has grass-fed ground beef to make the perfect smash burger. Want to cook up some steaks? Well, ButcherBox has that too, with some of the best cuts of steak, such as New York Strip, ribeye, and filet mignon. Do you like grilled chicken? Well, ButcherBox has some of the best pasture-raised chicken that you will find anywhere. And if you really want to wow people at your next cookout, you can try grilling some of their wild-caught salmon on a cedar plank. Sign up at ButcherBox.com daily and get a special deal. ButcherBox is offering my listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com daily and use code daily to choose your free-for-a-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is sponsored by Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. I recently had the chance to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, and I can attest to its exceptional aromas with hints of caramel and vanilla intertwining with its oakiness, which provide a well-rounded flavor profile. Taking a sip is akin to experiencing a piece of bourbon history firsthand. Heaven Hill Distillery may be America's most quintessential bourbon distillery. Established in 1935 after the end of Prohibition, the distillery was established by the Shapira family and has remained a family-owned distillery to this day. In 1897, Congress passed the Bottled in Bond Act, which set forth strict rules for any bourbon labeled Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond Bourbon goes beyond the stringent requirements of the law by aging its bourbon for seven years, not four. The end result is a gold medal-winning bourbon that truly stands out. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill reminds you, think wisely, drink wisely. This episode is sponsored by CuriosityStream. If you're an airplane enthusiast or even have a passing curiosity about aviation, then CuriosityStream is a must for you. They have dozens of documentaries and educational programs about military, experimental, and commercial aircraft, including their history and their future. Prices start as low as $2.99 per month or $19.99 per year, one of the cheapest streaming services online. If you love to learn, then start your subscription by visiting everything-everywhere.com slash curiositystream or by clicking on the link in the show notes. The story of the SR-71 Blackbird began on May 1st, 1960, when Air Force pilot Francis Gary Powers was shot down in his U-2 spy plane over the Soviet Union. The Lockheed U-2 was designed to be a high-altitude reconnaissance aircraft. The theory behind the U-2 is that it would fly so high at over 70,000 feet that it would be out of range of most anti-aircraft weapons. Well, that clearly only worked for so long. After the U-2 incident, the U.S. needed some other spy plane, which avoided the problems of the U-2. They needed something which could not only fly high, but also extremely fast. 
The initial plane which was developed was the Lockheed A-12 Oxcart. The A-12 looked suspiciously like the SR-71, and many of the engineering solutions used on the SR-71 were first developed for the A-12. I also have to give a side note that the recent child of Elon Musk and Grimes had the name given to it of X-A-12, with the A-12 part being named after the A-12 aircraft. The A-12 was a fine aircraft, but there were certain things it was lacking. For starters, it had to fly directly over a target, which wasn't always desirable. Second, it only had one seat, so you couldn't have a navigator to take care of all the non-flying parts of a mission. It was also smaller, which meant that it didn't have the same range as a Blackbird. The name SR-71 has a meaning. The SR part means strategic reconnaissance. The 71 part just means it was the 71st model which was produced at Lockheed. The XB-70 Valkyrie preceded it, but it wasn't a reconnaissance aircraft. The Blackbird posed a host of engineering challenges that had to be overcome. For starters, the plane was made mostly out of titanium. Titanium has unique properties for heat and strength. The problem was, most of the titanium in the world was produced by the Soviet Union at the time. They had to create dozens of dummy shell corporations all over the world, mostly in developing countries, to buy the titanium they required. So, the Soviets actually supplied the materials for the United States' most advanced spy plane. In most aircraft, there's a separate bladder to contain the fuel. For the Blackbird, to save weight, the fuselage itself was used as the fuel tank. The problem was that when the plane was on the ground, fuel would be leaking out constantly. However, once it got airborne and the temperatures of the aircraft rose due to friction, the leaks would close up. While they did try to seal the inside of the aircraft to minimize fuel leaks, eventually they gave up trying to stop at 100% and just created tolerances for how much fuel was allowed to leak. Speaking of fuel, they had to use a special fuel which was only used for extremely special aircraft. The fuel was known as JP-7, and it was designed to be an incredibly stable fuel. This was necessary because of the high temperatures that the plane would experience while flying at extreme speeds. Also, because the fuel would leak out of the plane when it was on the ground, they didn't want something which could easily ignite or cause a safety problem for the ground crew. The fuel was so stable at high temperatures that it was used as a coolant for parts of the aircraft during flight. What limited the speed of the SR-71 wasn't the engines or the fuel, it was heat. When flying at speeds over Mach 3, the friction of the atmosphere on the fuselage of the plane created incredibly high temperatures. The average temperature on the skin of the plane could reach 600 degrees Fahrenheit or 320 degrees Celsius. The window in the cockpit was an inch and a half thick of oven glass. The heat was why titanium was used on the body of the plane. As the plane would heat up, the titanium would expand. The plane in flight was actually 4 inches, or 10.6 centimeters, longer than it was on the ground. You can easily see how fuel would have leaked out. The SR-71 had no weapon systems on board. There were no guns or missiles installed. In the event that the aircraft was fired at by a surface-to-air missile, it would just change direction and accelerate. That's it. At Mach 3, nothing could catch it. Even though some missiles could in theory be faster, by the time they caught up with the plane, they would have spent all their fuel. Not a single Blackbird was ever lost to enemy action. The first flight of the SR-71 was on December 22, 1964. Over the course of its life, there were 32 of the planes manufactured. During its lifetime, it was responsible for many record-breaking feats, many of which still stand today. In 1976, the SR-71 set the world speed record for an air-breathing aircraft, i.e. it wasn't a rocket.
It recorded a top speed of 2,193.2 miles per hour, or 3,529.6 kilometers per hour, or Mach 3.4. There was an unconfirmed case of a pilot flying an SR-71 over Libya in 1986, which achieved a speed of Mach 3.5 while evading a surface-to-air missile. The greatest height achieved by the plane was 85,069 feet, which was also in 1976, on the same day the speed record was set, but by a different flight on a different aircraft. In 1974, the plane set the speed record for flying from New York to London, which it did in one hour, 54 minutes, and 56 seconds. By comparison, the Concorde's best time for flying the same route was two hours and 52 minutes. The Blackbird flew thousands of missions over its lifetime, all over the world. However, it was an extremely expensive plane to operate. The turnaround for a single flight was about a week. The special fuel, the maintenance, and everything else meant that it couldn't be used as frequently as was necessary. At the same time, reconnaissance satellites got better, as did drones. Most importantly, the need for real-time intelligence became important. The SR-71 couldn't be upgraded to allow the type of real-time video which you've probably seen since the first Gulf War. The plane was retired in 1988, and then unretired again in the early 90s, before finally being retired one final time in the late 90s. In 1990, one of the retired planes flew its last flight from Los Angeles to Washington, where it would find its final home in the Smithsonian Museum. It made the flight in 64 minutes and 20 seconds. The last flight ever of an SR-71 was on October 9, 1999, when the last remaining plane which was operated by NASA was retired. One interesting question is if we will ever have a plane which is faster than the Blackbird. There have been reports of a successor called the SR-72, which could fly up to Mach 6, but that would be an unmanned vehicle. There may have been at least experimental planes that have gone faster than the Blackbird. Many aircraft research projects are not made public, and if they are made public, it might not be until decades after the fact. There have been rumors of a project called Aurora, which dealt with the creation of experimental aircraft faster than the SR-71. While there's no proof of it, one of the things you can't hide with such an aircraft is the sonic boom, which can be picked up by seismic stations. Don Magliari of the California Institute of Technology did an analysis of some sonic boom recordings and determined that they were created by an aircraft flying at 90,000 feet, flying somewhere between Mach 4 and Mach 5.2. If true, that would be the fastest airplane in the world. There is work on new technologies, which include ramjets and scramjets, which in theory would allow aircraft to fly up to Mach 10, but such planes are probably years away, assuming they ever actually get built. So until those planes arrive, the SR-71 Blackbird will probably continue to hold the record for the fastest airplane that ever flew. Executive producer of Everything Everywhere Daily is James Makala. If you join me over on the Discord server, I'm now providing spoilers for the next episode of the show. You'll be able to find out what the next show is before it hits your podcast player. To join, go to everything-everywhere.com slash discord, or just click on the link in the show notes.